Hey, this is Big Papa Pump Scott's Diner. Yes, yes, it is me, Gerald Zipupe. Hey, this is Joe Gatto. Well, hello there. It's me, Harold the Puppet. This is Eric Young. This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to Shootin' Poop. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. After our last post, we received an email from the Johnners Podcasting Network Standards and Practices Division. It was brought to our attention that there were 50 plus jokes and comments about a member of our team's genitalia. Although we did receive a massive response, we now know that we have to soften our stance on what is and isn't allowed on our show. We know that the competition for viewers is very stiff, but we remain firm at being the best podcast on the genres podcasting network. So going forward, we will never use the words anaconda, the pendulum, mushroom head, girth wind and fire, petty guana, log, or any other sexual slurs about this member's penis. As it pertains to video, we promise there will be less dick and or penis references. One last thing, even though many of you believe that currently the favorite pastime in the Earl office is a swell of a leader, we will not reference his dick any longer. <sighs> Thank you, Silver Wolf, for our latest injuncture from the damn Johnners Podcasting Network and the legal facilities. DDJ, the only thing we do is get in trouble. Let's start the music, man. tired of that fucking song it's 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 the song it's the video it's the fucking ddj waking up like he just oh hey everybody no i'm gonna finish i'm finishing ddj waking up from the middle of a nap joey k looking like he's gel ready because he's got his damn sleeves on sean reading about fucking jeff jarrett when he can't stand the motherfucker and we know sean can't read and oh ddj just so happy to wake up just like oh hey everybody i'm just sick of the song you know what you know what I am so fucking sick and tired of you guys shitting on the music, the theme, all this work that I put into this goddamn show. It just, it, I put all this time and effort with all these links to do this show for you guys. And this is how it's going to be. Well, you know what? Watch this.
That's Are you what happy I'm now? About. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, then. Okay, <laughs> let's, what, are we, what are we talking about today? All right, what a start to the show. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that may be our best start ever. Oh, yeah, best start ever. Gentlemen, we handled the world of WWE a lot last week. So let's start with them again. Yeah, well, hey, we can't make those jokes. <laughs> no, you said handled. I didn't say nothing. Okay, you two-hand twisted. All right. So, talking about the two-hand twist, let's talk about the two-hand twist that happened on SmackDown. We had the reunion of KO and Sammy. We all knew it was coming. They're back together. We know they're going to go for those tag team titles. So, that leads a very interesting question. What the hell is going to main event Mania Night 1? Because we know Cody and, and uh, Roman has to go for night two. Who takes the honors on night one? Go ahead, dude. You was getting ready to say something. All right. I'll go ahead. So, after what we saw with the, them reuniting on SmackDown, which Jovan said was pretty much a foregone conclusion. We all knew it was going to happen. Man, though, that crowd ate it up, though, and it was great. And the reaction of that crowd, to me, said all I needed to hear. That match should main event WrestleMania night one. Those four guys have put so much work into the storyline. They've earned it. Such a better story compared to uh, Charlotte versus Rio, which is going to be a great match. I, I, I fully expect that to be a really good one. And I, I would honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing that open night one because you open with, you know, a title match and you close with a title match and stuff. But I just think it should be, and I think it will be KO and Sammy versus the Usos for the tag titles. Not disagreeing with you just for the sake of disagreeing. But I think that it's been since we they've gone to a two night thing, like they're doing their best to make sure that there's equal time. Um, and I feel like night one would be the perfect night to main event with the women, um, especially with Charlotte and Rhea. She Rhea's hot, dude. I mean, she's she's the hottest female wrestler this year in WWE. I don't think anybody even comes close, other than maybe Bianca. But even then, I don't think people are as bought into Bianca's storyline as they have no. been with Rhea this year. I mean, she's a modern day China, except she can actually. No offense to China, but she can actually work. Um, oh. no, dude, I just mean like Rhea wrestles like a guy. She don't just wrestle guys. She wrestles like a guy. She's a solid worker. I'm not disrespecting China at all, but her skill set was her skill set. She was basically a female Luger, clotheslines, slams, big punches, presses. Whereas Rhea, Rhea is, uh, is a wrestler, man. I mean, she is you know, off the ropes, roll on the ground, hold submissions. She knows what she's doing in the ring. Um, and I think her and Charlotte are going to tear it down in that match. Um, I'm hoping the ring rust for Charlotte isn't because, I mean, she hasn't really worked a lot since she came back unless she's on the road doing house shows, which I don't know for sure. But uh, I think, you know, you give the women night one, let the boys close out night two. You know, Kevin and Stan, it don't matter where you put Kevin, Sammy, and the Usos, that's that. There's a really good chance that that match is going to steal whatever nights are on. So it don't really matter. I mean, are we really thinking that Cody and Roman's going to be a five star 
I mean, that's going to be what it is. It's going to be a great match, and I'm not saying that it won't be, but I just think with the storyline with the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, it doesn't matter what night you put them on. As a matter of fact, if I was booking it, I would open with that match because that would definitely get the place up and begin to show start first night. I I I I appreciate your take and stuff, but I just I feel like KO and Sammy versus the Usos would give you that ultimate cliffhanger to get you ready for night two. I think they would that would serve as a better cliffhanger. Is it really a cliffhanger though? I mean, do we really well, think that Sammy and Kevin? No, I mean, it's a, here's it's, here's a legit question to all of you: Is it really a cliffhanger though? Do we really? Is there going to be a surprise? Do we really see Kevin and Sammy not winning this match? I think we see them winning it, but I think or that we could see something happen. We really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, that's just I, my take, but I'm, that's your take, and, and you, know. you have the, the and that's you have every right to have your take and stuff. I, you know, I we either way, I think we're going to be very entertained with uh, night one. What about you two gentlemen? What do you think, uh, Jovan and Joey K? Jody, what you got for us since we've heard them fight their takes? Drizzling shits. It's fucking 2023. You think they're not going to give one of the women's matches the main event of a night? You're out of your fucking mind. Like, just on that alone, I don't give a shit about the story or anything like that. It's just, that's just how it's going to be. One night's going to the women, one night's going to the men. And this year, they got Charlotte back and they have a like exactly what Sean said as far as Rhea, like she's the fucking hottest thing in all of women's wrestling right now. So she, they're for sure main eventing. And you know what? KO and Sammy versus the Usos is going to open night one. They're going to open WrestleMania with the bloodline and they're going to close WrestleMania with the bloodline. Mm, That's the fucking story right there. And not to mention not to mention, it's better to actually have them on two different nights. They're not going to put both of those. They can't put those oh, absolutely. on the same night because that will be like, oh, I only give a shit about night two. You know, I, like, I agree with that there. So it's a marquee match, but that's a match they need to open with that match because nobody's going to fucking like you have to have the entire show to follow it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if they put them on like, like fifth, sixth, you know, on on what? Like, let's just say it's an eight match night, right? For mm-hmm. one, you know, I, I think it was it's what it'll be like. Eight. So yeah, you put them on five or six in the middle. Middle, good fucking luck following that. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, the crowd's gonna be out of their fucking minds. So the best thing, opening match, night one, tag team titles. That fucking crowd loses their shit and then has the rest of the night to build up to the fucking main event again because yeah. they're going to need it. Yeah. I, I'm going to double down on that take, man. I think um, night one, that's where you can you can hide a lot of the weaker points in this pay-per-view at that point because you put on a heater of a first match where, where one of your best storylines is going. You start with that. You can throw in something I don't care about, like Omos after, and I'm gonna be fine because I'm gonna be coming <laughs> off the high of that match. Right, right. You can hide this scramble match they're having with Liv Morgan, <laughs> Raquel, and whoever the hell else is gonna get in there yeah. somewhere. Oh, if you start face. off with that heater of a match, 
because right now you bought yourself some time, you bought yourself some cred to get the trash out of the way. Then you probably put Edge yeah. in there and held right. the cell, and you end with the women because the Judgment Day thing. Oh, it writes itself. Dude, yeah. Rhea is the hottest thing in wrestling because she, she, and she alone got Dominic Mysterio over. Dominic like, couldn't get over, and she like, got him over. Dude, Ray couldn't get him over. The one of the <laughs> fucking like the one of the goats couldn't get him over. So you tell me that Rhea is not on fire because she got that little fucking doofus over in front of crowds. He's getting more mic time. And I got to say, getting slightly better. Hey, Kidding? yeah. Dude. Prison Mike. Hey, 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 dude, He's coming hey, along hey, faster than Jerry Cargill. You got to give him that. Dude. Hey, hey, that prison time will do it to you. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are we talking about next? Prison Mike, boy. Prison Mike. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just that prison life. Thug life over there. Anyway. <laughs> let's get off the e because we'll transition back to e a little bit later on let's jump into AEW, gentlemen we have uh a lot actually to recap off of a pretty solid dynamite a lot of rumors to kind of touch in about where, where do we want to start with AEW? do you want to start with the dynamite or do you want to start with rumors dude i say I, i'd love to talk about that opening match last night with sting darby allen and, and orange Cassidy. i thought Dude, you know, props to Sting. I know Joey K gets all bent up every time he walks into the ring, but come on, man. I mean, that guy still can hold his own in the ring. I love watching that dude work. And then that Orange Cassidy spot where he that that was classic. I yes, love every oh, bit of that first match. I love every. He's he's, he's held together with fucking bubble gum and duct tape, bro. Like. <laughs> That's why I don't want to see him. Like he's gonna. No, no, no. I, I get it, bro. I get it. But well, you gotta understand. We gotta take into consideration that he might have three to five of those left in him, and he's not gonna be like Flair. Die in the ring? No, and I just mean like he's Sting can still tech. He can still go. He's shown. Didn't, didn't that, wasn't there something about this is his last year anyway? Yeah, I think well, he's. I think so. Yeah, his I mean, I think it is coming anyway. up sometime this year. And once his contract's done, he says he's done. Once his contract is up, you know. So I mean, he can still go. I mean, he's not embarrassing himself. I mean, I if you compare him to like the end of Taker's career or the end of Flair's career or a couple of these other guys that stayed around way longer than they should have, and the guy's holding up pretty strong and having. I mean, think of the matches he's had, man. I mean, there's been a couple of those where he was taking big bumps. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I dude, I cringe. I cringe every time he hits a turnbuckle too hard or <laughs> gets dropped too hard. I cr- like they did Come that on. double power bomb on me last night, and I swear to God, I thought, "Oh fuck, he's dead." But you Remember know, when- he's still going strong, dude. And I- I'm going to enjoy as much of Stinger as I can because he's not going to be there forever. Remember, Jovan, when we were at uh, Forbidden Door when uh, Sting was coming out for that that six man? It was him, I think, Darby and Shingo. And again, it was again. I think that was against what it was uh, the Young Bucks and uh, uh, what uh, El Fantasmo, right? El Fa- yeah, ELP. Remember, like when Sting came out in the lights, and we went all looking for him. Remember when he jumped from the like the entr- the top of the entrance thing and stuff? Yep. Yeah, man. He's taking crazy risks, but he knows he's in his. This is his farewell. He's doing it the right yeah. way. He's being careful mostly, and um, 
you know, I'm down with it, man. I, I, I want to see Stinger get his flowers. He's not going to get any championships. He shouldn't get any championships. We don't need him. But let him have fun on his way out. He's earned it. Dude, Sting hasn't needed a fucking championship since, like, 1995. Like, like, which is good, because he's also going to be the guy, like, are you out of your fucking mind putting a title on me? (laughs) He would be, too. Yeah, he would definitely be, like, don't, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, if they put anything on him, it would be, like, maybe a trios title or... Like I, I can see that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that because it's it's some kind it's a team, but, but not with well, Daniels. No. And... He doesn't need a solo championship. No, he Daniels. don't he don't need a championship at all, yeah. man. He don't. They know he's gonna be House of Black um, right now, anyways. That's a hell of a trio. Yeah, House of Black is, <laughs> yeah, I told you coming back and they're fucking just gonna tear it down and that I love, dude. I love House of Black. Oh. Hey, Brody <sighs> King's gonna be at C2E2 this uh next weekend. I saw that dude. I never wanted to shoot up there more in my life. I'm, I'm, if I can get, if I can get that for next Friday off, I'm going. Nice. Yeah. If I, if I didn't live fucking forever away, I would go up there. Right, um, so let's talk about the real elephant in the room here, which oh, is uh, this fucking absolute dog shit with fucking Hangman and the fucking. But oh god, like I am just. I want Hangman to go away for like six months and then come back or something different. <laughs> like, I don't care if he comes back as the new version of fucking Doink the Clown. Just, <laughs> I just want to go away. Oh, my God. Like, and I really like him. I really fucking like the guy. Yeah, like, see, you wouldn't know that you really like him. You would, I, I, I didn't know that you really liked him. You wanted to be Doink the Clown. <laughs> Dude, I just, no, I just mean like this. Like, there's... He doesn't have a good feud or anything. This whole fucking thing with Moxley is just so bleh. Like, it, I, I haven't liked it from the start. I, mean, I haven't I get, either because I don't know why they felt the need to turn him heel. Moxley and the BCC heel. I Who the fuck knows? I, Are they know, heel, I though? Just, yeah. Kind of. I mean, we don't know. My question, my question is, are they heel because they're going after the elite? Is that why they're heel? Because I don't, I don't necessarily. We, we don't know that, that they're heels because they, they took the tunnels away, so we have no fucking idea who are heels now. Yeah, that's disappointing, <laughs> man. Nice. Like, but like, so that's that's a that's it's just a huge problem of this fucking character. Any feud he has right now, just like, oh, I, I I just can't yeah. fucking, yeah. I, there's some. There's got to be somebody that's gonna pull something the fuck out of him. I know you guys were all about like the fucking him and Kenny and all that build up and stuff. I, that's you know, least, yeah, I was never. I've never been a huge Adam Page. Fan well, though. yeah, him and Kenny were good. That was a hell of a story. They did everything yeah, right there, but just afterwards, Kenny makes they don't everything. Know what to do. Kenny can, anybody that works with Kenny Omega is gonna come off looking like a million bucks, man. The god of pro anybody. wrestling. I mean, I but I'm just I am so fucking over his booking and it's and like story. every storyline he's in is so felt like what the fuck was even the ending? Like he comes he comes back to the show with the two by four. Oh god, fucking nineteen ninety-eight Raw's war. And that doofus Don Callis and his spray on tan like oh. takes that weird bump for no reason. And now it's all, all he you know, like I don't I don't get it. Like is he is Don's trying to break Eddie. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, Don is trying to break Eddie away from the elite, man. 
That is fucking sacrilegious, and don't ever fucking compare it on Callis to Eddie Guerrero again, dude. Don't ever do that. <laughs> wow. We almost I lost mean, a friendship. I mean, like, it's – the. All right, so <laughs> – so the, the so this all led into the fucking main event. I love you, buddy. I'm just kidding. I know. Since since Kenny stuck around, Kenny has the main event of the evening. Which I hope fucking people enjoyed that match because it was fu- the prize of phenomenal. Fucking- oh, I Best dynamite match I've seen since fucking Dax versus Cash last year. Yeah. This time, this yeah. time last year. I mean, holy shit. It was everything I wanted it to be, but mm. you got to fucking soak it in the dog shit of, of this whole fucking elite and Kenny. Like yeah. that match by itself. Fuck your story and your bullshit and your ambulance. Like, yeah. oh, like, come on. Soaking in the dog shit. You're such a colorful painter with words. He's not wrong, man. I mean, there was this beautiful masterpiece painted, <laughs> and then at the very end, they came in with spray paint and wrote their initials over all of it. I mean, uh, they just shit on I mean, that it just killed it. It killed it. And I, I love the argument of people going like, you know, the Bucks, they don't really – they, they were the champs, but they, they don't really book themselves. And look, they book themselves to lose against other talent. Yeah, okay. But your storyline, the elite, Kenny, the Bucks, your storyline, you're a fucking executive in this company. Your storyline gets to overshadow, like, basically probably one of the best AEW matches, period. Ever. Like, they've yeah. ever had in that fucking company. Yeah. And it's like... Your storyline gets to dump on that, and and that's how you're gonna wrap and the it up. The funny thing is, is like but, nobody, like most people in the United, most people don't know who that is. Let's let's take a step back. And he take had his coming out party last night, and they take a step back. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Take a step back because I like what you're going at, but yeah. here's the thing: AEW did their damnedest on that episode to let you know who this man was. And I know one of us, especially somebody in the yellow shirt right now, thoroughly enjoyed that and thinks that that should continue. DDJ, let us know why you think they should keep up with that for these people that the common fan may not know. Oh, man. See, my, my, and this is kind of what this, this is a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. Uh, we were, you know, I was, we were all just trying to figure out, you know, topics for this week's episode. And I was kind of thinking, you know, when we talked about our previous one with KO and Sammy versus, you know, reuniting that leading into what's your main event night one. To me, this, this, this thing with, um, you know, Kenny Omega and El Hijo, El Hijo del Vikingo, what, which they announced as a dream match, which it is and stuff for the hardcore fan. But I couldn't tell you how many people I saw on Facebook and Twitter be like, you know, who is this, you know, El Hijo del Vikingo. And honestly, for, you know, the casual fan who, you know, may not be, you know, like we're all hardcore fans here. Like, or at least we, I, I, I'd like to think that we are, but there's a lot of people out there that are more of like the casual viewer that are like, okay, who's this guy that's going up against Kenny Omega, you know? And sometimes I think that AEW, while they have their hardcore fan base, you know, and I think they need to do a little bit more 
maybe to try to attract the casual viewer and because that's really the only way they're going to grow their viewership is it by bringing the casual viewer because the hardcore fans are going to sit there and tune in every Wednesday night at, you know, 8, 8 Eastern after Big Bang Theory uh, reruns it air on TBS and stuff, you know, like I, that, it's programmed in my head. Wednesday nights is the AEW Dynamite and stuff. But I mean, it's just, I think they need to do more to like, you know, for the casual fan. And one thing they could have done for the casual fan is maybe in the, maybe like a week or so leading up to this, you know, they did the vignette during the show to explain who he was and stuff like, but they should do it. I think like maybe the week before when they are, they know they're going to do this, be like, Hey, this guy's coming. You know, here's a little behind the scenes, you, you know, or a little bit of a look at him just to, so, you know, you, you new fans can familiarize yourself. I mean, I just, I think they need to start while they have the catering to the hardcore fan is great. You got to cater to the casual fan if you really want to grow your, uh, your, your, your company. So here's my thing on that take, man. And I like it. I like your take a lot. But um, to me, the mystique of El Hijo de Vikingo is seeing him for the first time. Yeah. Seeing the moves for the first time. Yeah. If you've seen his highlight reel before this match with Kenny Omega, you already know these are the moves he's going to want to hit. And to me, you know, for the hardcore fan, we know it because that's your move list, right? That's your set list. That's what you go to. But for the right. casual fan, you're going to see this guy and be like, holy shit, that was amazing. What the hell was that flippy thing he did into a cutter? That was fucking nuts into a head scissors. You know, dude, that's the thing. For somebody like him, I don't think there should have been as much buildup. Um, I love the introduction of the story because what you don't know is this guy who was ranked number eight in the PWI rankings last year. Um came out of nowhere and i'll tell you why kenny omega when he was the mega's champion in triple a wanted to start picking his own people that he wanted to challenge he said he looked at the talent they had there and he started picking out people hey i want to go against this guy this guy this guy somebody that he picked out but hadn't broken out yet was alijo de vikingo he said i want to work with this cat he said this kid is doing some crazy stuff i want to throw down with them so you have to remember, in AAA, that Megas Campeon is one of their big belts. So they had. Does a, it, where does it rank in the like the hierarchy of uh, belts in uh, AAA, Javon? Top two. Is it like the Intercontinental title in a sense, or it's like, like when Raw and SmackDown were separated? It was like the SmackDown version. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it. their their second tier belt. Their top guy, but part two, but more like their worker, kind of like every week this guy's going to defend kind of thing. So like a universal championship type thing. Yeah. It's a okay. TV title, man. If they're doing it every night, every week on TV, it's a TV title. It's it's not every week, though. He's doing it at the main shows, well, the big he, shows, the big events. But the, anyway. It's the belt that if you're good enough, you make the belt. The belt don't make you. Exactly. And Kenny, you know, went out there and said he wanted to fight with this kid because he saw the potential. So that gave AAA a whole year while Kenny was champion. Kenny was the longest Megas champion in AAA history at 700 and something days. Kenny Omega has this long reign, and that gave AAA a year to build this kid up as a viable contender, beating people such as Psycho Clown, beating top guys like the Tejano, 
well, I think it's not going against as Tejano Jr. But anyways, beating all these top guys in the company that just started getting the name around, whoa, this kid is doing crazy stuff. He beat Ray Horace. He's beaten, you know, he's gone in there and started beating all the tops because this is who Kenny wanted to face. This is who Kenny wanted to face. Kenny gets injured. He goes out. He's out with the hernia for a year. And instead of letting that kid die down, Triple A doubled down, put the belt on that kid and watched him just fly into unfreaking charted territory to where until recently they didn't want the rights of his matches even being aired outside of Mexico. Okay. Promotions like GCW and CCW had booked this kid to wrestle and Warrior Wrestling, excuse me, GCW and Warrior Wrestling booked this kid to wrestle. And you couldn't watch it on replay, and you couldn't watch it live because they didn't have the streaming rights to this kid's matches until wow. people started getting into the back politics and be like, come on, man, that's some bullshit. You know, we want to work with this kid in the States, AEW. And AAA finally started loosening up and mm-hmm. said, you know what, that's fine. We can do it. So now... You you, you mentioned that. It just I want to... I want to interject something here. I don't know if you saw, but uh, Warrior Wrestling, you mentioned them. They've actually got a show this weekend that they're actually going to be streaming free. I think it's on their YouTube channel or something. They're going to have every match except for the match that Vikingo is in, and they're only going to stream the audio only for that match. Yep. So it's, what it's, the it's, fuck? <laughs> there's still people that they what won't the let fuck? them stream. Why, why would you want to just sit there and listen to it? Like... Like a fucking goddamn 1928 like World show. Series game. Out of but your fucking mind. That's the thing, dude. This guy is the man in Mexico, and they didn't want him coming over here and people seeing him for free. Because you got to remember, a lot of these Mexico shows, the ones that aren't televised and that are house shows, they're selling out. Any big shows that are on TV, those are pay-per-views. So for them, they didn't want their main guy coming out here and getting oversaturated. So they have theirs where he can and cannot perform, which I understand it's business. But the thing is, he goes on AEW, global platform, whether you like it or not. AEW is one of the big boys and puts on a banger with the God of Pro Wrestling, one of the best men to do it, the seven star machine, two time number one PWI overall wrestler of the year. And he comes out to a brand new fan base who now hopefully follows him to AAA so they can watch some of his real good stuff. But like I was saying at the very beginning of all this stuff, the mysticism of him is not knowing who he was. Vignettes would have hurt that a little bit. Now, for people in the U.S., like when your Mance Warners came over, I would have loved to seen a highlight clip from Mance Warner. Mm-hmm. Mance has worked all over the states. We know who Mance is. When Eddie Kingston came over from, you know, doing the Cody challenge, would have loved to see an Eddie Kingston vignette because, like I said, we know Eddie Kingston. Not a lot of people did know back yeah. then. Yeah. Same thing with Warhorse. Same thing that could have been said with Ricky Starks. All these people who were talent here, whose movesets weren't these big things about their whole persona, they have other things. Those are vignette people. But people who, when you've seen their top five moves, like John Cena's five moves of death, when you ruin that, that's the mysticism. It's gone. You can't unsee it for the first time. It's good time. <sighs> Thanks. Appreciate that. Um, you know what? Let's break up I know. Instead of fighting over the same take of whether or not the women should 
fucking main event night one? Who was fighting? <laughs> I'm just joking. I know we, we all love each other. You're here. just it's having great. a healthy debate. It's a healthy debate. No healthy debate you. You know what, though? Well, you I are a master. Wanna... Of here, so... oh, 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 no penile jokes. We've promised the Johnners and their Johnsons. I never said, hey, I never said anything about that. I said you were a master debater. You're pretty right, good at debating. I bet I am. I like it, a dude. fox. <laughs> I know you got do. your hands on the pulse, buddy. You got your hands on the pulse. That's not all he has his hands on. That's surprising. Sean is eerily irritable today, as always. It's the old man juice. Well, before we get into rumors <laughs> with yeah, AEW, Bobby, let's break. Nice, man. What are you talking about? Just I know, Sean. Bubba. He's just not being. He's not. You know. It's. I, I'm with you on that one. Oh Lord, I got a nap today, me. man. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, dude. I would I wish I could have napped today. Anyway, before we go into rumors on AEW, man, let's throw in a little bit of the stern shit question of the week to break up the monotony. You know what? This is going to be the last time I play this one. This video here. So, get your licks in. He said lick. Every Sunday, we post a question in our official Facebook group, and you guys give us some really good answers. And now it's time to read some of those answers and for the boys to give their answers on the official Shooting Shit Facebook question of the week. Last time ever. Well, I hope the next guy that you do you get to do a voiceover doesn't sound like he's raping small children. <laughs> wow. wow. What was that, Joey K? That's fucked up. Sorry. Hit the wrong button. <laughs> I was just saying we probably hired some fucking chode to do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, guys, I do stand corrected. Now that I'm looking it up, um, what was the main title, the Latin American Championship, is now the secondary tier, so the Megas Champion is actually the main belt now in AAA. Wow. Yeah, so that is the belt. Um, so, stirring shit question of the week was my question of the week, and you guys know we post this on Facebook. We take turns to see who can get the most responses. Um Sometimes I think it's all about quality, not quantity. Got a lot of good answers in here. Shut up, Joey. <laughs> so, uh, it's, you know it's every like first and fourth week, man. Like the numbers go up, but then it's like in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It's more quality than quantity. First and fourth can uh, kiss my ass. Here's someone's uh, pat patting his ego. Yeah, don't 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 pull an arm there, buddy. Uh, anyway, my question of the week that I posted was a very easy thing to debate about. Pro wrestling fans, we always talk about who is on our Mount Rushmore, whether it be Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ric Flair, The Nature Boy, uh, or, oh, that's nice. Do you just have a Ric Flair fucking micro buddy at your beck and call? Did you know I, was I, I, I not only have one Ric Flair micro brawler at my beck and call right now, I have five. You are such a fucking child. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, he said Ric Flair. I have my Ric Flair toy. Look, 
Look, guys. Let's try this you one. You are killing me, man. Said, a child's eye, but a... And then, and then on top of that, you have to, like, double down on it, DJ. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have five. <laughs> I fucking love you. you are they at least out. wearing different robes? <laughs> Every they, time. They, I they have to have some fucking merch to come up or memorabilia to come up. Except for, except your for uh, this one here. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> that one he's bleeding. He's woo. Okay. Wait, what was that? Must have it was a match with Dusty. What was your favorite robe one? Out of the, the, the brawlers that I have or just my... Yeah, yeah, the brawlers. Whichever one you can show us on camera right now. <laughs> um, I'd probably say it's... I, 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 I like this 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 blue one here. Nice. Is that the butterfly robe that went missing that Conrad swears they can't find until they found no, it? No, that was black and white. <laughs> I don't did know. Oh, okay, that was black and white. season two. Gotcha. They found it in season two. Well, back to the question after that little detour. We always talk about Mount Rushmore, and I wanted to go a little different this week. I wanted to know not who was on your Mount Rushmore, but who's the future of pro wrestling? Um, we got a lot of great answers. A lot of people that yeah, are in some developmental areas, a lot of people in the indies, a lot of people on some main shows that haven't broken out yet. Um let me get here. I got the, oh. you know what, I've got. If you want, I already got it up. At, uh, the 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 page. <laughs> the question. Yeah. Go I know, ahead. As I said, I'm like, oh, man. Go okay. ahead, DJ. Since you've got it so, up. Yes, I do. So it's a big list. I'm gonna go with our buddy, our our, our buddy, and the resident king of the Korean barbecue restaurants, uh, Jordan. He threw he threw he threw out uh, Nick Wayne and Billy Starks. Yes. Um. Jerry Hayne, my my cousin and uh, a fellow brother, um, he mentioned uh, Hammerstone from MLW. I could see that. That's a good one. Um, we got uh, Sean Boley with uh, Roxanne Perez, uh, Nick Wayne, Titus Alexander, Starboy Charlie. I, um, I think you have to say that one as Nick fucking Wayne, but go ahead. Nick fucking Wayne. Okay. There you go. Um, Jeff Chadwick had Car- Carmelo Hayes, which is a really good one. I think he's it's one of your guys. I love Carmelo Hayes, and I I'll say right now I think he's taking the NXT title uh, from Braun uh, next weekend. So, oh wow. Um, we got uh, Scott Cater mentioned throw throughout Austin Theory, Tyler Bate, Nick Nick fucking Wayne, and Will Ospreay. I don't know um, if Osprey belongs on that list. I think he's already came. Yeah, that was kind of the thing, but um um. And then Sergio Flores wrote uh, Austin Theory, Braun ba- Breaker, Solo Sokoa, who I think is a good one. And then he threw in maybe Tyler Bate, but I think Tyler Bate's kind of along that thing with, um, you know, Will Ospreay. He's been out for a while. I don't, you know, and stuff. But um, Yeah, I don't think he's up and coming. Yeah. No. So we got a lot of really good hits. Uh, our boy Isaac at, uh, over at Such Good Shoot threw out Gunter, which is a really good one. And I even said that, you know, mentioned that I fucking love that answer, but um, I've got, I've got, hold on before you give your take. Okay. I think if you've been on TV on WWE TV for more than a year, you can't, you really can't be considered up and coming anymore. Damn. I mean, Gunther was world known, world known before he even came to the States. He's the NXT Europe UK champ. Then he was what the NXT champ. 
Now he's the Intercontinental Champ, and he's he never won the probably NXT. Held he never down. won NXT. Okay, well then, okay, so then he's Intercontinental Champ, and he's well, been I he's held on. Now the third one. Yeah, it's like he's got the third, I believe, the third longest uh, single reign right now, behind uh, Savage and the Honky Tonk Man. He's on Honky Tonk's heels. Uh, before you and give me take those guys, and one of those guys deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, and the other one is in the Hall of Fame. So, I mean, I think we can say that Gunther really isn't <laughs> up and coming. I mean, he's well, you gotta, Gunther you know, your WWE marks going to throw these guys out. Solo Sequoia has been on TV and then you know, probably made more money in his first year of active TV wrestling than any other fucking performer in the history of the business. Because he's a member of the Bud Line, he's getting those those checks. But I, I still, yeah, I, but Solo I, hasn't really reached his potential, though. Yeah, and I think that's kind fresh. of where I, I think there are some guys that like like I, Solo Sokoa is going to figure into the WWE's long term plans. I think, and I think yeah, he yeah. could definitely be the future of that company. He's not just a Bloodline member. When the Bloodline is over, Solo Sokoa, I guarantee you, takes a step. I agree with that. Yeah, I, um, I, he might take a step. Anyways, we just don't know which way he's going to be. B- before DDJ gives his honest opinions, I do want to say that you might shit on my list and my my feedback we got this week and how it's always light around the second and the third weeks. Um, suck it. But anyways, this question, <laughs> this question was the first question to ever have a comment reported for... Uh, what was it? Offensive nature. I swear to God, if you bring up Maria Menounos again, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> because Maria Menounos <laughs> was Mother mentioned. And then somebody said, anybody but Maria Menounos, and that got reported for offensive That was Jerry. And I so, believe somebody also made a remark about, you know, whoever made that Maria Menounos comment should get out. <laughs> Can't remember who that was. Yeah, uh, we do love Ty though. This is Silver Wolf, maybe. Yeah, I think it might have been Silver Wolf. Yeah, it was a... Mrs. Silver Wolf, actually. Was it Mrs. Silver Wolf? Yes, sir, it was. All right. If, she's yeah. Some, uh, she's got some huspa, as we used to say in the old country. Take it away, DDJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, no, no, no that's good talk of. So for me, I've got I'm going I'm going to pick one man and one woman who I think in let's say we're 2023. I think you can definitely see these guys too in the next five to ten years, like being big time players. Uh, for my woman, I'm going to go with Roxanne Perez. I think provided she stays healthy, I mean she's only 21. I mean she's already been Ring of Honor Women's World Champion. She's now you know was. Well, I, I don't know if she still is or not because this whole story going with her right now um, and stuff with the NXT. But, I mean, she's young. She's got, she's going to just get better and better. And I could definitely see her being, like, the face of the women's division down the line when, like, the Charlottes and the Beckys and the Rias, you know, hang it up. And I think Roxanne Perez is going to be someone that you're going to see. And for my, for my, my male... You guys know, and I've talked about this person to you know, and on the show and in the show chats and everything. And this is actually someone who I, I saw wrestle a couple months ago at CCW, and we're actually all four of us are going to be there live to see this guy perform, uh, person, you know, and stuff. 
I'm going to go with the uh, the 16-year-old Magnum McLaren. And if it, I know a lot of you people out there are probably wondering who. Go look him up on YouTube. The dude is only 16 years old. He's from Canada. He's he, he's he's trained he's trained with Jacques Rougeau. His father's the original great Malenko. I mean, he's this dude has got wrestling in his blood. He's so well poised. He's so polished. He's so smooth. Oh, and did I mention that he's 16 years old? Um, we had uh, we had John Bullard on for a couple weeks ago, um, and or I was talking with him, and we had talked about Magnum McLaren when we were interviewing him. Um, when we when we came when we announced our partner CCW, and he spent some time talking about Magnum McLaren and just the reactions that some of the talent backstage had when they found out he was only 16, and it's just. I, I, the, the, you guys are, you, you, you know, Joey K, Sean and Jovan, you guys are going to really be in for a treat when you got, when we go to that show in May, because it's like I said, you're going to look at this kid and be like, yeah, this dude is the future. So for my women, for the, the women I got, per, woman I got, uh, Roxanne Perez, and I'm going to go with the, for my male, I'm going to go with Magnum McLaren. Look them up, guys and gals. Who's next? Silver Wolf or Joey K? Oh, we got snacks. All right, I'll go. Okay. Me. My yeah. answer is nobody I've seen. There's nobody I've seen that's like, oh my God, that's it. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, that sums it up. Yep. I think, I think pro wrestling stinks. And it's all going down the shitter. Thank God you do a podcast about it, dude. That's awesome. I have no idea why I'm here. I have no idea how I got here. No, I'm just fucking around. How was your meeting with Cornette? It's such a hard question because what do you what do you really like base it on? Like, do you yeah, you, you set that time limit of how long you've been on like national television or whatever. You know, I think there's a ton of good answers there, but I'm not, I I know like it's always like nice to look at like these really like young prospects and go wow you know they probably got another like 15 years ahead of them I, but and some of them do and some of them don't so I'm taking it more of somebody who doesn't have that national exposure in one of like the big two companies for instance but is probably right now getting into the prime of their career and as hot right now as the fucking bloodline has been in this whole story. I know you motherfucker. Jacob Fatu. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) I gave you plenty of time. I gave you all the time if you wanted to go and you didn't. Fucked yourself. That's what you did. You fucked yourself. (laughs) Turn next shirt. You fucked yourself. I mean, the guy, I mean, yeah, he's big. He can work. He's fucking terrifying. He'll beat the shit out of a fucking fan if you cross the line. I mean, what's not the love? He's only 30. Jesus Christ. He's he's going into the prime of his career. Like, if you put him on national television next year, he should be champion of fucking AEW. 
like without a doubt would be a monster fucking just absolute and just let him be a fucking hood rat fucking Samoan brother like give me that I don't don't give me the fucking oh we fucking face painting him up and the bullshit like you do with every other fucking Samoan through the history of professional wrestling give me that motherfucker straight fucking hood rat coming out like oh shit he's gonna fucking murder somebody I will be excited and I'll watch it every week Silver Wolf, do you got another one? Or are you just going to double down on Jacob Pot too? Fuck you. Fuck you, dude. You owed me that one. I got you last week. Um, no, I actually, I actually, because like, you know, when we say up and coming, man, I mean, it's like I said, I don't necessarily think it, I, I agree with that in the sense of like, to me, if you have had extended time on WWE TV or AEW for that matter, like, there's no more up and coming. You're there. What you do with it now is on you. Um, so like guys like, you know, I, I, you know, somebody's Braun breaker and it was a lot of, you can always tell these guys when they're like WWE, like the stalwarts. Cause it's like solo Sequoia and, and all these other guys. I, I, I don't disagree with solo Sequoia as an up. I mean, he's young. He definitely has the ability to do it, but is he the best Samoan in the family? No, Jacob fought too would wreck every one of them motherfuckers. And we we've been to an MLW show when he first came to MLW Live, and the guy started a damn riot in the building. Yep. They were throwing beer bottles, water bottles, everything else. They just Contra come out and decimated everything and that backflip off the top rope the guy is everything that omaga was but as athletic as jimmy and jay he doesn't need the makeup he's not a maga two he's none of that stuff if somebody don't start paying jacob fought two some money he's going to end up going to japan and just making his own way like tamatanga he will be huge in japan he will just be a beast over there. They will put every piece of gold they have on that guy. Another guy that I feel like is somebody that can really just like make a dent in the universe, given the opportunity is Mance Warner. I don't understand why this guy is not on a big show. I mean, the guy is, he's dusty and the horseman and the, the Midnight Express and everything that was great about the NWA and WCW back in the day, all wrapped up in the same guy. I mean, he's an old school wrestler who can work in the ring, got a great promo. He's funny. He's entertaining. He can go, uh, you know, hardcore match. He can straight wrestle your ass off. The guy's just, when the light goes on, that guy comes to work. And as far as the women go, like, I, you know, I, I don't really, there's like nobody right now in my mind that's really like, I, Roxanne Perez, she might be, but in my in my opinion, she's going to fall into that kind of Alexa Bliss category of, she's going to get some big title reigns in WWE, but is she going to be like on the level of like a Charlotte or whatever? No, because she's just undersized and she's always going to be working from that point of view. Um, and we, WWE just has a history. If you're under a certain height, man, they're just, you know what I mean? They're always going to promote the taller talents, and that's just the way they are, even now with Triple H at the helm. 
Um, there is one though that's on the handy scene, uh, Killer Kelly. Yeah, we've seen her on AEW. She's been in Ring of Honor. Been an Impact. She's six. She's been an Impact. She's six foot tall. She's athletic. She's young, and I think that and she can have some great matches. Like I'd like to see her work with the likes of like a Jade Cargill or a Jordan Grace, or because she's she's that strong that athletic i don't see anybody up and coming on the two bigger shows uh jordan oliver and mlw i uh, you know i think he's an unbelievable talent and then you got all those guys in impact that are you know josh alexander who is he an up-and-comer no he's got a heavyweight title but if he made it to the bigger shows then he'd be somebody that could take over the world because the guys you know an unbelievable wrestling machine. I mean, the guy can do just about anything you want him to do in a match. He's got the look, the ability, the promo. You you mentioned impact. There's one guy in there that I think we all believe in. I know I believe in Joe Hendry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) DDJ. All right, Jovan, what about you? This was your question. You had me scared for a moment when you mentioned impact wrestling. But then you spout out the bullcrap with Joe Hendry. Oh, come so, on. Well, yes. Well, he, I thought he was talking to me. He's talking to you. Okay. I <laughs> do believe. Yeah, he's talking to me. While I do believe in Joe Hendry, there's somebody in Impact that I believe in just a little bit more. And this guy is not only the future you better not wrestling. Move. This guy is not only the Better future of pro wrestling, but in my opinion, if played right, this guy is the future of New Japan pro wrestling. That is the next, in my opinion, should be the next leader of the Bullet Club, the ultimate finesser, Chris Bay. Oh, that's a good one. Chris Bay is so slept yeah, I on. I thought you was going to come with that moose bullshit again. And he's got to shut you down. Like, I, didn't, I didn't come with moose because I know how you feel on moose. He'll get he'll get his roses one day as part of the next nation of domination in the WWE. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Chris Bay, the look, the attitude, the promo, the moves – the ultimate finesser is everything you want in a top gaijin heel that Bullet Club needs as a leader. Don't get me wrong. The son of Fit Finley doesn't really do it for me as a leader. I feel like there's going to be a run for Bullet Club. And to me, there's nobody better than Bay. For the women. I was going to ask what you thought about. So you said... Kind of sidetracked over, you know, the New Japan and Bullet Club. I was going to ask you get your thoughts on David Finley as leader of the Bullet Club. You kind of already said it, but um, and that. So, yeah. what do you think about just a little bit of a, throwing something out there? What about Sonata? Like what he did, you know, leaving a uh, Lij to be uh to join that. What was it like five, just five guys or whatever? Yeah, it's it's just five guys, like the Burger Place. Um. <laughs> It's it's terrible, dude. Yo, Japan's it's... a wild, wild place, man. <laughs> That's basically what happened. They came back talking about, you know where I went in, in America during my excursion? Well, I went to Five Guys. That's a good name for a faction. Fuck it, we're just Five Guys. But it sounds really cool in Japanese. So. 
Like, <laughs> fuck, like, whatever. Uh, I don't want to, never mind, I'm not going to go there. Anyways, yeah, dude, I think um, Chris Bay would kill it as as the leader of Bullet Club. Put him in Japan, let him lead it. Um, Maybe, maybe means, you know, taking him out of uh, impact, but to me, the kid is, is not being utilized to his potential. He's outgrown his current stomping ground, so... In JPW, let him take the reins and uh, do what Devitt did, do what AJ did, do what Omega did, and just lead a badass heel group that is going downhill fast. Um, yeah. Ladies. Okay. I've toyed with this one back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, I have two that I really thought about yeah. for a while. But there's one I just keep going back with. Okay. To me, and I love the case for Roxanne Perez, because I think Roxy will be something, just size issues, as you guys said. But there's this lady. And I think if given the opportunity, because she's not a size issue, but she may be a look issue in other places. But Sawyer Rex deserves some spotlight. And I think if she's given the opportunity with her moveset, with her ability, that she could really flourish into being something. Um, Like I said, we may have some of those issues with the look. A lot of people may not like the look, but she's a hell of a hand. Yeah. Masha, too. Masha Slamovich. Masha as well. Masha, I feel like Masha is Layla Hirsch 2.0. What what stopped Layla Hirsch? Is Masha, Masha, Masha. Layla is such a small thing to be chunking people around, but when Masha does it, you know, it's a little bit more credible. Hey, you're talking about Layla Hirsch, man. She no. may be small, but man, she knows how to play. She knows how to play in the field at a softball game. We saw that. Oh yeah, she's a legit badass, but. I think Masha Masha is going to do real well with that gimmick uh, more than Layla did, unfortunately. Hey, congrats to Masha Slamovich for becoming the GCW champion. What a match, dude! Fucking nuts. Um. All right. So that was a stern shirt question. Of the week. Walks in the cage for putting the female over, man. I think that's pretty awesome. To, oh, dude. You know, like there that, that big debate going on right now whether where pro wrestling should be genderless and. And here's GCW being at the forefront of that. So, dude, Nick Gage just likes to fight. I don't even think Nick Gage understands he was champion. He just shows up and they give him a. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, we need you to go out I there." Think Nick Gage knows exactly who he is. <laughs> yeah. How do you rob a bank without a fucking bandana over your face and you wear a bandana to the ring every fucking night? Must have been in the washer. <sighs> Methamphetamine is a hell of a drug, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, It was that clear stuff. Anyway. Gage is such a fucking good (laughs) up-and-comer. He's the future right there, man. Future pro wrestling. Nick fucking Gage. Been hearing things about this Billy Gunn guy. (laughs) Seeing him get in the ring. (laughs) Real up-and-comer. Generational talent in the tag team divisions right here. Just going from the uh, being a fucking valet to the ring, and and he gets in there, man. He's got some talent. 
Yeah. He's a hell of a scissor. Kids going places. <laughs> <laughs> Making that merch money, baby. Isn't that funny how Billy Gunn has always fallen into like the merch money? Like they made like six figure checks every month when they were with DX, which is the most money Billy Gunn ever made. And now he's with these guys in his t-shirt. Like they're the guy's just cashing checks and not doing shit. I mean, he literally had probably one of the weakest careers of any known Hall of Famer, except for Honky Talk Man. And he's made more <laughs> money in t-shirt sales than most of the guys that are in the Hall of Fame. Bro, he is <laughs> that man has fallen into fortune <laughs> so many times. <laughs> I told you, right? But goddamn, he looks good at his that age, so though, doesn't he? Shit, hell yeah, yeah. and he's so rich that even his even his stupid ass kids are making a living doing it. Right, yeah. And Uh, isn't it weird? And I saw this when somebody asked them this question. It's weird that they don't look alike, the two of them, but they somehow both look very much like their father. Yeah, in different parts of his career. Uh, Yeah. This is 1990s Billy Gunn. This is 1980s Billy Gunn. Yo, it is so (laughs) fucking creepy. I'm like, oh, that's so weird. I can't fucking look at it. (sighs) So obviously, Sean Michael's marks, man. You see the way they come out the ring last night? Jesus, yeah. I'm pretty sure one of them was wearing Sean's actual leather jacket. You know, the one with just the shoulders and the sleeves. Yeah. Yeah, the one where his tits are hanging out. Pretty sure they looked like they were going. Anyway, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Uh, Anyways, let's wrap up with a little bit of AEW rumors before we hit final thoughts, guys, because we're going into our hour time now. Uh, AEW rumors. Not only is there rumors around CM Punk, but there's rumors around All Out. We will toss both of them out, shoot on both, so we can move on. Um. AEW rumor regarding All Out. Apparently, they're looking to maybe move it from the Now Arena, which if you guys have been in Schaumburg, it's a pretty small arena. Always felt like they can do that show bigger because they've had it there every fucking year. Um, They're saying that it might now be moving to the United Center, which is a massive fucking arena. Well, in relation to the Now. Where the Bulls play. It's where I got lost during fucking Forbidden Door. Hey, because, yeah, and guess huh. what? Didn't World they fucking chips one in that building? I I I recall. Didn't AEW run a show there? Already? Yeah, they run two shows there. They, they ran did. two, and then and they, they Punk they, came back. Didn't they sell that out without even knowing Punk was actually coming back? Yeah, it was just a rumor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he sold it out on the rumor that Punk was coming back. Yeah, weird, weird how it's uh, they sold it out on the rumor that Punk was coming That's, back. Yeah, it's very odd. odd. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we saying? We think Punk's coming back at all out? Confirmed. Market confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, eat your heart out, Moses. I don't think Tony Khan's afraid of making money, and I think he we all know that those three that. chuckleheads know that Punk in their locker room puts more money in their pocket. So, yeah, Tony needs the money, man. You can tell that uh, his dealer's gotten weak on him. Some of the matches are starting to make sense, so he needs to get back on that good dragon. Oh, I anyway. <laughs> the other one, the punk news. Who 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 knows the punk news? Because I briefly read it. I don't know it enough to dictate it out to everybody. Who knows the punk news? Well, he he did post on Instagram today after Melter's post 
Of course you wouldn't know. Basically stating ahead. that everything that Meltzer said was a lie, which I'm, you know, shocked because Meltzer's <laughs> so forthright and, you know, all of his information is usually right on point. Oh, yeah. Outstanding member of the Dirt Sheep Mafia. But, uh, you know, I don't, just from what I've read and everything that, like, I don't know that there's any truth to the rumors. He didn't deny it. But I can see Punk wanting to come back just because, you know, with all the talk and all the people running their mouths. That's one thing CM Punk's not afraid of is walking to in the locker room and saying, fuck you, I'm here. So, and I'd like to point out that at our our New Year's show, my two predictions was that Mercedes Monet was going to go to Japan and win some titles. And that CM Punk would return one way or another to AEW this year. So, well, one of them was a know, damn given. The other one is, is still a snowball's chance in hell. So but it's professional wrestling. They're pretty much all gifts. The other, the other punk news was that um, didn't Dak say something about uh, punk? Punk wants to wrestle again. He's getting fired. Yeah, Dax did say that. And oh, now since we're on them, FTR versus the Ass Boys or the Gun Club. Sorry, sometime soon for the AEW Tag Team Championships. If the guns win, FTR is out, which according to Dax, they made their decision on what they want to do with their future this past week. Um, and we'll probably find out a little bit more about it as the days go by. He does have a booth kind of, you know, podcast live thing set up at WrestleCon. Who knows if we hear anything by then. Does FTR take these belts or are they gone back to the E? Dude, I just don't see them losing to these fucking clowns. I mean, and just for the, you know, when, if we're talking about, you know, these certain things like people do in the wrestling business, like a shoe, in my opinion, like those guys spitting like legit spitting in those two guys faces last night. That didn't look like they were expecting that. Yeah. I mean, those two men looked like they were legit ready to kill somebody. So I don't know if that was just the ass boys taking it on themselves to do that, to get heat for the story or whatever. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see FTR going back to WWE because they're going to be limited there the same way they were before. I mean, it's, you know, Triple H took care of them in NXT. They'll get title runs, but I mean, WWE is pretty tag team heavy. I, I see it. if they stay in AEW, they have the ability to go to IWGP and New Japan and Ring of Honor and Triple A, which is all stuff that they like doing. So, and FTR is like a worldwide team, man. I don't, you know, WWE is an island to itself. And until, if and when Triple H ever opens that door, then we might see more talent going back there and working there. But I think you go to WWE to win belts in WWE. They've done that. And now, you know, I mean, to anybody say that they're not the best tag team in the world right now, I don't know who who else would be up there. You know? All right. Everybody agree with that? FTR probably takes the belts and stays? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just it, they they're, why would they tie themselves back up? Yeah. They talked for so long yeah. about wanting to go to Japan, wanting to do this, wanting to do that. The only way you can do that is if you stay outside of WWE. And and John's right. They won yeah. they won every fucking tag team title there is there. Why why do they have to go back now? 
to prove themselves against fucking bronze. Yeah, dude, I mean, they're on par with what, right? like, yeah, yeah. It would have to be money. Strowman and Ricochet, and mm-hmm. it and it would have to be like guaranteed ungodly money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like we're gonna go here, work three more years, and retire on this money kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I just don't see that happening. Tony Khan will pay whatever he's got to pay to keep him there. Yeah. Well, shooters, we promised to keep you at a good time tonight. So I had another question, but I'm going to set it up for next week to give you guys some time to think. Next week, we will officially, if we record on Thursday, be on night one of the WrestleFest. That is WrestleMania. That is WrestleCon. That is The Collective. That is everything else in the goddamn world that's going to be going on in those four days between Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Be thinking about it. I want to know what you guys are most excited for in that weekend. We could hit it next week. Or if you guys want to do it quickly, we can do it now. Quickly, because I think next week we should probably just talk about, because I'm sure by then we'll know what's what for WrestleMania. And I was figuring, you know, we'll definitely be spending a lot of time talking about WrestleMania next week. So, Well, then, what are you guys looking forward to next week? Honestly, I'm looking forward to uh, Supercard of Honor because I think it's shaping up to be a pretty decent show. Speaking of which, they announced, uh, I think it was announced on Ring of Honor TV tonight that El Hijo del Vikingo is wrestling Commander at Supercard of Honor, which should be a pretty damn good match. They announced all the tag teams for the Reach for the Sky Challenge and stuff. I I, I think Supercard of Honor is going to be really good. And then, of course, WrestleMania. Jody. Man. I don't know. There's, I mean, all the mania shit is always really good. You know, it depends on who else is going to the Hall of Fame if that's going to be a fucking stinker or not. I don't know. That is true. Yeah, I'm not really excited about the Hall of Fame this year. I don't really care about the Hall of Fame this year. We're getting close not to have a full class already. Yeah. Um, but I usually watch mm-hmm. it. It's ever since Bret Hart got tackled, it's like you fucking can't miss it now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and speaking of which, FTR beating the shit out of that dude. Which is oh, dude, I loved him punching and that Ronda Rousey husband too. Yeah, Travis Brown. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, mania is mania. I'm gonna watch it no matter what, even if I'm not not high on the wwe product so i'm excited for that super card that's probably gonna be a really good card i'm just thinking about it like eh, hopefully it feels more like a ring of honor show but yeah it's probably the probably it man all right if you would have asked me before news breaking that will osprey is injured i would have told you impacts multiverse this year oh yeah then JPW to me look like a show stealer, especially with Speedball going against. I think it's still going to be a good show, bro. It's still going to be a show worth watching, but it it did take a step back, if I'm being honest, and what I'm more like anxious about. Um, I think the thing that I am really, 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 really interested to see this weekend, or that weekend, excuse me, that's up and coming, I'd have to go with Ring of Honor. Um, even like Joey K, like you just said, we want to see if it looks like a Ring of Honor show. If we get the feeling back, if the crowd gets back, we need the matches to feel like it. But 
we have the beginnings and the match card to bring it out. Um, everything that I've seen from the Ring of Honor TV show, like the two episodes I've watched, have felt a lot like Ring of Honor and a lot less AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that kind of carries over. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm very cautiously optimistic on Ring of Honor's pay-per-view. All right. But, ladies, now it's time for... Oh, what about time. you? I don't think we heard from you. That's all oh, right. His was, in, his was NWA. Um, hell, what's the latest one coming up? Three, one, Some, three, dude, one, I will two. lose my shit on you. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. What's your take? What are you looking forward to? Absolutely. I, I, was, I, I mean, I, to be really honest with you, this is the first mania I've looked forward to in a while um, for a couple of reasons. One, I'm, you know, I, in the past few years, mania really to me has just kind of been, it's, just, it's so big and so stupid. And there really wasn't a lot going on as far as like storylines that I cared about or even you know, like Roman being in matches that we knew he was going to win, and you know, but with the culmination of this bloodline storyline, and I don't know if it comes to an end next weekend, but that's why I'm excited to see, you know, you know, there's rumors that he's taking some extended time off and, you know, fuck yeah, the dude's earned it. I mean, he's been on a run the like nobody has seen in a very, 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 very long time. Um, also then you throw in the fact that it's Cody Rhodes, you know, and everybody knows that I'm a, I'm a hardcore Rhodes family mark. If it's just the fact that it's Cody wrestling for the title. And if he does win it, man, I, you know, I am legit. It's gonna, it's gonna be emotional for me just because it's dusty. You know what I mean? And I mean, it's just, it's what it is. Um, also I'm looking forward to, you know, our live shows after, that night and just be able to get on you guys and breaking news and, and jump out and uh, let the world know what shooting shit thinks of night one. Oh, was we not supposed to say that? You just broke it, baby. My bad. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, night one, getting on, you know, with the you three idiots. Night one and giving our take and going into the next night and you know, I mean, just. Uh, Mania this year to me is going to be. It, I, I'm looking forward to it. First time in years, I'm really, really excited about Mania. So, and, and speaking of uh, live, you know, feeds and streams and reactions and stuff like that, uh, our uh, our boy uh, John Scott, who runs the Johners Podcasting Network, is going to be do uh, doing a live stream reacting to WrestleMania both nights one and two. And I've I'm going to be on there for a little bit at some point. Don't know when yet and stuff. So. We're gonna yeah. be we're gonna be all over WrestleMania weekend. I might jump on with you just to make it fun. Um, oh, you know what, Silver? Uh, I, I didn't get my retainer, so I don't. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I, I don't. I don't work for free. So, well, we Joey Cage, you get, get your retainer? I don't even know who these people are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah, the people so behind the legal group that slapped us with no more dong jokes. Yeah, fuck them. <sighs> Are you? Our business managers aren't as good as Joey K's or uh, Javon's and DDJ's, apparently. Um, on other news, back to the Rhodes news before we give up final thoughts. Um, 
shout out to the Rhodes family, man. Dakota Rhodes in uh, any day now, man. She's due to deliver that baby. So another, I think she said it was a boy. So another male Rhodes is on the way. Third generation. That'll be third, third generation, generation, baby. Was that the grandson of a plumber? The grandson of a <laughs> grandson of a plumber. Yeah. Well, if Dusty and was the son of a plumber. Great grandson of a plumber. Yeah. Great grandson of the son of the son of a plumber. The grandson of a son of a plumber. Oh, we are fucking. No, Let's plumber. wrap this shit up already. <laughs> Good God. I am Philly. Settle down. Take us the final thoughts. Final thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Who wants to start first? Fuck all. My final thought is this show should not be a fucking hour and a half anymore. I'm exhausted. And then you guys arguing semantics over. Wait, grants. We know great grants. Who the fuck cares? Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. I'm going to throw myself yeah, I don't know what you're complaining about, man. I'm going to be up in four hours, too. Suck it up. Oh, my God. It's the second shoot we've ever had on the show. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Is that your final thought? Yeah, that's pretty much all I got, man. Fuck it. I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything poignant or fucking DJ, What's it going to be? I Walmart shopping care. carts, Amazon, or bowling this week? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, is it? It's just you know what we we we, te- we mentioned this earlier in the show about a, the new look for the show debuting next week. I'm just I'm really looking forward to you know all of us unveiling the you know the new look and format for the show and stuff. And Spoiler just alert! Jesus! <laughs> oh, it already been spoiled. What are you talking about? But I'm just hey, I'm just looking forward to the new sure. look and everything, and just seeing you know. How what everybody thinks of it and stuff, you know. And I mean, speaking of uh, things with our new logo, <laughs> go buy your shirt, please. There's the uh, QR code that takes you right to the store. Hey, 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 Silver Wolf, are we bothering you down there, buddy? And look at that, Sean got yeah, his. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, that's a beaut. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a bigger mofo, but I felt like mine had the logo up on the neck, which I get it because you have to get more. Um, of the fabric for the bigger dudes, so maybe they put it right on the neck to be like, "Take this, you big motherfucker." But anyway, uh, it looks good. Like, <laughs> is that your final you thought? No, no, that's not my final thought. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Silver Wolf, final thought. Go ahead. <laughs> I think you broke, Sean. I'll give you a second to give my I'm real sorry, final man. thought. Then, man, you're okay. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. God damn it. <sighs> I know. Not oh, only did I Lord. pay more for it, but it's fucking on my throat. Like it looks like I got a choker that says shooting shit. Anyways, oh man, now we got a lot of stuff going on, man. I'm excited about not only WrestleMania weekend coming up and. And what's going on in the wrestling world, but also with us and our podcast and what we're doing here and the feedback we're getting from people. I actually, uh, I wasn't going to tell this story, but I'm going to tell it. Um, a week, about a week ago, I was at our local Walmart here in Bourbon A and was approached uh, by a, you know, probably 19, 20 year old kid. 
literally said, Hey, are you, are you silver wolf? And I kind of what? laughed about it. Cause like nobody calls me that, but my wrestling friends and you know, that's it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so wolf. And he was like, dude, we, I watched your podcast. He goes, my buddy, Josh turned me on to your podcast. And Josh is a kid that I had met who works at Culver's. We were just going through the drive through line one day. And of course I had on a, I don't remember what wrestling t-shirt I had on, but I think it was a CM Punk shirt. And that's what started the conversation. Pretty and sure me Culver. and Josh became Facebook friends. <laughs> and, uh, he was just, you know, I mean, it's just one guy that's friends with a guy that I know that's on my Facebook page, but yeah, you know, was walking through Walmart and, and got noticed for uh, our podcast, which, you know, it's kind of a cool feeling, kind of humbling. My daughter keeps telling me that she's living with a celebrity and I keep telling her that, you know, for us to be considered celebrities, we need about 550 more views a week than what we're currently getting. But, uh, I mean, it's just kind of cool to know that there's people out there watching what we're doing and, and enjoying what we're doing. So, you know, I take a lot of pride in what we do here. And I know there are times where we get carried away with, you know, the dick jokes and the other stuff that we hey, do. Hey, hey, hey. Sometimes, wrestling, sometimes wrestling gets lost in the mix. But ultimately, this is what we do and this is who we are. And I'm very, very proud to be a part of it. But, you know, yes, it's it's dumb and it's fun and you know, but it's, it's a part of my week that even though I'm up in four hours getting ready for work, it's something that I look forward to doing every week with you guys. So I'm still very, very proud to be a part of it. And I'm very excited for next week with our, you know, the relaunch of all the new stuff and everybody getting a chance to see uh, all the work that our friend Corinne did getting uh, everything ready. And we're going to pump her up in the, in the quotes and stuff next week, but, and also the new voiceover guy for our stern shit question of the week. I can't wait to see what this ass clown looks like. So I'm really excited about what we the show is. We had to pay a lot of money for it, man. You think, I, well, dude, you know, I mean, it's not like the guy door dashes on the side to make his living, bro. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a, that's True. a highly paid voice actor right there. You know what I mean? So very excited about the future. You know, love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, Harlan. Uh, uh, the, we're, we're all just in a good mood tonight. That's great. So I'm just going to end it out easy. <laughs> um, thank you all for listening, <laughs> man. As we're starting to grow, um, you know, Josh, Jordan, whoever these guys are, all of these other guys that are listening, man, everybody on the pages that listen. Mom, what's up? To you know, everybody that listens out there, Mama Premier, Christine, what's going on? Um, hopefully not Matthew, but we're gonna be nicer to your dad, so maybe one day. Um, no, no, dude, don't ever let Matthew watch this shit. Don't ever <laughs> let him watch. Oh, this shit. I, I know, I won't. To Lady Silverwolf, what's yeah. good? Um, yeah, man, thank you to everybody that's been here. Our day oneers, like um. Our friends over there at at such good shit. They have uh, their day oneers as Mr. Wade Green, and I know Wade, you listen to us too, man. So hats off to you, Wade, day oneer. But um, hats off to all you day one people who were with us back when the logo was a ripoff of Bullet Club, the original logo, and then we got the Bullet Club looking logo, and now we went through our cartoon phase, and we're going into our 
next phase. Um, we went from ripping off the Bullet Club to ripping off the Firefly Funhouse, and now we're ripping off Miami Vice. <laughs> I mean, it's the 80s in general, not to give away too many spoilers. If you're not watching the video feed and you're just listening to, to us ramble while you're working out, keep doing that because we need those listeners on Spotify, on Apple, everywhere where you get your podcasts. We need everybody that's listening, not just watching, listen to us too. Listen to us while you work out. People said they love listening to us while they work out. To everybody busting a workout right now, get that sweat on. I don't care what you're doing. Give it another rip. Don't fucking stop. You better eat your damn vegetable. You better say your fucking prayers and keep Take on. your vitamins. If you message us and tell us that you are fucking working out to this podcast, you tell you fucking message me and tell me that. And I am going to go full on fucking Rick Rude heel promo. (laughs) Get you motivated for your fucking workout. Call them Silver City sweat hogs. So thank you all for listening. Really, honestly, we've got a lot of big things coming up. Um, keep watching on YouTube. We get great reactions out of YouTube. Yay. Shout out to Benji from FSGP, who is our official um, wrestling predictions league partners. Benji is a proud owner of that beautiful shirt that Sean was holding up. That's what I'm um, saying. Yeah, he's rocking a nice shirt. Great. He's rocking a nice shirt, and I'm still rocking that Evolution World title because I'm not giving that shit up. Um, so yeah, man, thank you all for listening. Mania Week's gonna be nuts. Keep staying with us because it's gonna get a lot cooler from here. I swear, this is the last time you have to hear this piece of music. So, thank you to the ladies in the payroll and accounting department. Thank you. To the Johnners Podcast and Network for always cutting our legs out under us when we try to use dick jokes. Thank you <laughs> to the boys and girls third out leg. there in catering. Our third leg out when we're trying to stand. Thank you <laughs> to the Ham and Eggers and catering for doing what you're doing. You are not the future of pro wrestling, but you will put them over. Thank you for all you do. And thank you for listening. Have a good night. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash groups slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. And thank you so much for watching.